Hi everybody, welcome into a special edition of the Gridiron Show. Uh, here, recording here from Radio Row in Phoenix, Arizona, ahead of Super Bowl 57 this weekend between the Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia Eagles. We had the honour of being a Super Bowl opening night on Monday night. And in this podcast, we're going to bring you some of the best interviews that we've got from the night. Let's start off with the two quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. We're going to hear from Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes first. And here's what he had to say at last night's opening night. I think about it a lot. I mean, uh, the quarterbacks that came before me, Shaq Harris, Doug Williams, that laid the foundation for me to be in this position. Um, And it goes across all sports. If you think about Jackie Robinson and people that broke the color barrier in in baseball, um, I I wouldn't be standing here today if it wasn't for them. And so I think about that all the time. And and, uh, to be lucky enough to be in this position and to play against another great guy like Jalen, it's going to be a special moment. And I'm glad that we're here today. But how can we keep moving forward? And uh, how can we motivate kids that are, are younger that are going to follow their dreams to be a quarterback. It's going to be a special, special day um, and a great football game. It, it's, uh, it's funny, man. I, I talked to my, my friends from back home, and, and we still it's still a surreal moment that I'm sitting here today. I mean, I was I didn't start at quarterback till halfway through my junior year of high school. I was battling for the position with one of my best friends. Um, and so I win that job. I, fought, I, get one, I get really one offer, Texas Tech coming out of high school, um, play at Texas Tech for three years, and now I'm sitting here on the Super Bowl media night, man. I, it's like you, it's a pinch-yourself type moments, and uh, me and my friends talk about it all the time that we can't believe that we're, that we're doing all this. I mean, I mean, if you look at all the, the greats at all positions that have came into the NFL and laid the foundation for me to be in the NFL, um, it was easy for me to partner with HBCUs. Um, and I think a, a lot of great things are starting to get done in the HBCU uh, community, uh, bringing those programs back to have a lot of great players that are on the field like we have. Um, and we're just trying to set we're trying to set the stage and let these guys showcase their talents because uh, we there's a lot of great players in the HBCUs um, that can make impacts on NFL fields. And I think y'all are seeing that today. Uh, y'all will see that this weekend. Okay, that's here from Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, I think there is no difference in the preparation. I think there's a lot of different things that come with this game. This is the, the mecca of football of all games so um, regardless of everything that's going on externally you want to go through your, your your normal routine and your normal process and you know I think every team every year that that process changes so I think for this team um, I think for the habits that we've created I think for the habits that I've created being a you know starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles I'm just going out going along with that process keeping everything routine and um, Kind of being being present, being in the moment. I think Coach Sirianni brings a ton of enthusiasm to the game, you know. And I've, you know, he loves the game. He's a, he's a young coach, and he's, he's he's in the same position I'm in. You know what I'm saying? He's um he's kind of learning learning everything that comes with this position we have and doing all that. But I think he does a great job of of telling stories, and getting us to go out there and play hard. Um, and you see. You see the emotion that he coaches with. You see the swagger he has out there. You see him mugging and nodding in the camera. You know, we joke on him about it, but that's who he is. And we embrace him, and he embraces that as well. History everywhere. You know, I felt like regardless of the the perception of what it may seem to, you know, go with a woman agent, uh, an African woman, African-American woman agent at that, um, I really saw something in her, you know, and I feel like she's a grinder. She's gonna go get it, you know. Kind of like myself, um, no one, no one kind of expects you to do much, you know. And I feel like we kind of saw eye to eye in terms of our hunger, our determination to succeed, and 
and she's she's making history. You know, it's a, it's, it's a ton of it's a ton of different things that I feel like you don't realize you're doing until you're able to reflect on them later on, and that's that's one thing that's kind of like you know kind of like surreal. You know, having a, a full woman team and full female team and. Um, Nicole leading the way. She's, she's doing a great job. Now that we've heard from the quarterbacks, let's hear from the head coaches. Andy Reid, a former Eagles head coach, and Nick Sirianni, who's had an incredible year. Let's hear from Andy Reid first. Tyreek is unique. I mean, he, he, uh, he has unique speed and, and ability, balance, quickness. Um, and he showed that in Miami, uh, which I'm happy for. I'm happy for that. Um, however, uh, we've got other guys that have skill too. So what we try to do is exploit what they do best. I've got a quarterback that understands that and loves that. He just he embraces it, and and he also is very good. And so that that helps too. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, listen. I loved every minute of it. Um, great place, uh, as you know. Um, I, my brother actually went to graduate school there, so. He was a geologist, and I had to go up there and dig holes for him and all that cinder block, and it, that's tough. But um, it was neat to go back, and as a coach, I worked for Larry, the great Larry Cantera, and uh, we, had a, we had an awesome staff up there, and we actually, uh, it kind of came down to us in Reno for the championship that year, and it, it was uh, really a neat experience. Obviously, uh, we weren't good enough in Kansas City when we when we uh, left there, and that's why Coach Reed came in. He's done a phenomenal, phenomenal job. You know, one of the best coaches of all times. Um, you know, and what I always what I always remember is that, you know, obviously when you're getting let go at a place, you're down, right? I got to move my my future wife to San Diego. I guess there's worse places you could go, right? Uh, but you know you're down in that moment, right? And I just remember him, you know, bringing me in, telling me that, you know, his assistant head coach was the wide receiver coach. And so that he had a guy, but I remember him lifting me up in that moment, telling me her good things, knowing I'd get back on my feet. Just, he gave me strength when I was down. And I, I, always, I always admired that. And, you know, even though I never got a chance to work with Coach Reed, like him, how he, how he kind of took us, the guys that were there that he was letting go, he brought us in and, uh, you know, and told us. And he kind of gave me a blueprint for what I had to do when I became the head football coach for the Eagles. Like, so even though I didn't, you know, ever work with him, I, did, I felt like I gained a valuable lesson from him to be able to reach out and talk to the guys. And I wasn't able to meet with all the guys when they did. But I just always remember thinking about Coach Reed in that moment, um, you know, because he gave me a good blueprint of what to do uh, when you have to do the tough parts of this job in that particular one. You know, everybody talks about connecting and, and being close, but I know this team is. They've worked hard at it. Um, there's a picture in my office um, that I really – there's a couple pictures in my office uh, that I have of our team. And one of them is, you know, in our lowest moment last year, we, we probably played one of our worst games last year at New York against the Giants. Jalen didn't play a very good game. We didn't coach a very good game. We just didn't play a very good game on, until defense played, played pretty solid, but we just didn't play great as a whole. And we have an incomplete pass on fourth and 10 at the end of the game, and, and, we, and we, it's incomplete. And Jalen's got his hands on his knees, and Jordan Mailata's got his hand on his shoulder. And I mean, that picture means a lot to me, and that's why it's in my office, because we, 
our greatest motivation is to play for each other. Now, the other picture that I have in that office is of Miles wearing uh, the DeMar shirt um, and Fletcher Cox having his arm around him um, before we went out uh, to, to pregame or to, to the game. And you could see the emotion on both their faces. But what you saw was teammates being there for each other in both moments through different things, right? And that's what the best – I'm 41 years old and I'm still part of a team that's pretty special. And that's the best part about sports is that, you know, these guys go through the ups and downs of the season. They go through the ups and downs in life. And they got they got 52 other brothers, and it's even more than that, that are there for them. And the guys work hard to connect. And like I said, our greatest motivation is to not let each other down. And that's not just in the football field. That's everywhere. And so that that was a, a hard time for, for all of us that are involved in this sport. Obviously a very hard time for the, the, the players at Buffalo and DeMar himself. Um, but you're, you're happy that you got people to help you get through it. And, that, and you know, that was, that was on display uh, in the Philadelphia Eagles building, uh, you know, through that hard time. Next guy we're going to hear from is a guy that actually played in Europe. He played in Dublin with Georgia Tech uh, about five, six years ago, and he loved his experience. But more so, we listened to Harrison Butker, who won the game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's hear from Harrison. Harrison Butker, it's good to talk to you again, man. Uh, look, I'll be quick and steady here. AFC Championship game, it comes down to you. What's your mindset like in that moment? I try to treat every kick like a big kick, so no matter if it's a warm-up kick, whether it's a practice kick, first quarter extra point, they're all big kicks. So when I get to that big moment, I've been there before. Another Super Bowl, another opportunity this weekend. What's the mindset like? Is it very similar to years before, or over time have you developed? I know you're very very you know passionate about your faith and your journey it's another, it's another incredible opportunity this weekend for you incredible opportunity I think in the past when I was younger I would kind of peak too soon as coach Reed says where I'm thinking about the game and I'm getting excited about it instead of just taking it one day at a time and when you get to Sunday you can look back and say man I prepared great for this game I'm more prepared than I ever could have been you know even if I was just consumed with the game and, and you know having the nerves and the pressure of the game so it's a, it's a blessing to be here. A lot of people know that you played in Ireland and Europe in college. How impressive have you been to go for the game in, in recent years? The game in Germany this year was crazy. You guys are going there next year as well. Yeah, it's exciting to play in all these international games. So, yeah, uh, playing in Ireland was amazing. Hopefully Germany's the same. I have to say, the Greek god, George Karlafis, is just a legend. You're going to hear who his favorite football team is and also his massive, incredible journey. Here's George. I am here with George Karloftis. George, now look, your story is one thing, but you get drafted this year, boom, you're in the Super Bowl. What a year, eh? It's been great, man. Uh, A blessing, truly. Uh, So many people would trade to be in my shoes right now, and I just, it's this past year, this past 10 years have been a whirlwind, but uh, it's been an incredible journey. You know, your your story is one of the things I've been looking at researching this game. You've obviously got Jordan Malinata on the Eagles from Australia. You're really putting Europe on the map, and, you know, congratulations to you, you know, from Greece. Um, what's it like moving to the U.S.? Was it the, the, the eighth grade and just, just picking up? I know, like, I, know, I know you can still pick it up from a very young age, but right. did you find that difficult at the start to do that? Football? Yeah, I mean, it was. I didn't know anything about it, you know. So, for me, it was really different uh, than anything I'd really grew up doing uh you know it, it's just been such a fun ride you know trying to get better every single day it's been amazing awesome. look a c- couple of quick ones on greece for me i've no 
Apparently, this is a real question. AEK Athens or Panathinaikos? Who's your team? Panathinaikos, always, all day. Gate 13, man. Come on now. That's what I was, my first outfit I was ever born in, man. Panathinaikos. Green and white, man. Greece is a beautiful country. I, I had the pleasure of going for the first time during the summer. The food's incredible. Is there any foods that you miss, you know, specifically? Paivakia. That's my that's my absolute favorite. Uh, like lamb, they're like lamb chops. Uh, but, you know, you could get lamb chops here, but nothing beats, to me at least, uh, the fish in Greece. What would it mean to you to take that Lombardi home, not just to where you're from here, but also to take it to Europe and Greece? And I think for a lot of people watching that, watching you in Greece as well, such a role model. I think there's a couple of things with that. It cements your legacy as an individual, you know, to say that you're a Super Bowl champion. It cements the legacy of this team. And it just something that inspires so many people and brings hope, not just to people back in Greece, people all over the country, you know, not just for me, just for this whole team and seeing people and everyone's different stories throughout this team. So just such an incredible opportunity to even have such an incredible blessing to have this opportunity very very best look this weekend i I look forward to seeing you at a panathinaikos game very soon my friend absolutely thank you okay we're going to hear from a few of our players now we've got nick bolton and frank clark and chris jones for the kansas city chiefs on super bowl opening night your mindset going into this weekend huge game how do you approach this you know differently to a normal game uh, I don't think you necessarily push it different than the rest of the game. You just got to up your antes up a little bit. Uh, you got to be locked in, more laser focused, uh, trying to concentrate on the, de- on the details. And uh, that's what happens in these games. And so uh, that's kind of the biggest thing for us. You got to focus on details um, and try to be as clean as possible throughout this game. We're asking every Chiefs player. We've got a few tonight already. Can you give us your best Patrick Mahomes impression or anything or a fun story or anything? Uh, I don't know about impression. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> There's nothing. No- Here, tell me this. If you win, I'm presuming Big Red's going to get a big burger as a prize, yeah? Yeah, man, we've got to get him a double-decker, man, double cheese. Frank, talk to us about your mindset going into Sunday. You know, what do you do differently leading up to a game like this? Um, going into the game Sunday, it's just imperative that we stay focused. I feel like that's the best thing. I mean, the um, number one thing, when you going into a week like this, you got, you know, it's the media, you got the Super Bowl, like the, 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 the hype behind this coming back. You got to think in the past few years, it's been um, COVID years and it's been kind of slow. So just being able to get back to this point and, um, you know, people are coming back outside and just, you know, um, you, we were able to speak to you guys and enjoy actually the week, things like that. When, you're, when things like that are happening, um, Chris, two quick questions, man. First off, what's your, what is your mindset going into this weekend? How do you get into that mindset going into a Super Bowl, that biggest day of your life? Um, I'm pretty chill. Uh, you know, I'm enjoying it. Eating tacos, chilling. I stopped by In-N-Out today. I didn't get a burger, but I could. I got the fries, animal style, you know what I mean? So I've been chill. I've been loving it. Let's flip over to the Eagles. Leon Johnson giving us his superb Nick Sirianni impression. Let's hear from let's hear from Leon Johnson. Leon, quick question from the British and Irish Eagles fan group in the UK. And um, when you retire, will you be entering the music industry for a solo career or a band with Kelsey and Jordan? Oh, it would definitely be. I had to be in a band. It's definitely not solo. I'm not good enough to do that. So definitely, I'd be with Melodic Kelsey. I don't know what the band name is, but. We'll have, we'll have time after, after football. Any chance we can get a quick impression of Nick Sirianni and all? Dog mentality. What I'm talking about, dog mentality, baby. 
I have to say the next interview for me was a career highlight talking to the Mississippi Mudflap, Garner Minshew. I'm here with the Mississippi Mudflap, Garner Minshew. Here he is. Man, talk to us about that because that was incredible. What, what is the Mississippi Mudflap, man? Yeah, that's a special type of uh, mullet that comes from, you know, the 39042 area code back home in Mississippi. Um, you know, it's really tight and aerodynamic on the sides, but then just, you know, raw power out the back. Um, really interesting season for you. You come in, you take over from Jalen for a couple of weeks, and now look, Super Bowl. Like, I mean, you've had a really interesting career, man. Yeah, no, it's been crazy, man. A lot of ups and downs, but super grateful to be here, man, and going to enjoy every bit of it. A couple more from me. If you were to play any other sport outside of football, what would it be? Um, I don't know. If I was taller, basketball, but, you know, I'm not, so not basketball. Um, I think it'd be cool to be a good ping pong player, possibly cornhole. I I think, actually, pickleball. 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 I think when I'm done playing, I think I'm going to invest some serious time to pickleball. I look forward to seeing the mud flop and pickleball. Finally, for me, can you give us a Nick Seriani impression? We're asking every Eagle player tonight. We've got two so far. Yeah, I don't know if I can do an impression, man. He's uh, he's pretty one of one, you know. So He's a fun guy here. Good luck on Sunday, and uh, well done on the great season, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay, let's move on with some Eagles players. Let's hear first off from A.J. Brown. AJ, quick one for me from the British and Irish Eagles fan group. They say that who is faster, you or Devonta Smith? Apparently the 40-yard dash, Devonta, is 0.01 seconds faster. He's faster. I think it'll be a little different if we race. What is Nick Sirianni like as a head coach? How have you found him over the last year? Um, he's an interesting head coach. Uh, um, he's a fun guy. He, um, he listens to his players. Uh, he communicates well with his players, and uh, you know he holds he'll, he holds his best players accountable. What you need as a head coach, you know. So he let us kind of just do our thing. So the story of Jordan Mayanata is one that has just been incredible, coming from Australia and learned the game in only a certain matter of time. Let's hear from Jordan Mayanata. Jordan, you have came over a number of obstacles in your life to get to this point. How proud are you to get to a Super Bowl after only learning this game in recent years? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself. Um, just not as much as my teammates. And I only say this because my dreams only started five years ago. All these guys that, that I play with, my brothers, they, they've been dreaming about this since they were kids. And, you know, I, and for me, I'm, I'm living with them and through them, man. You know, just, just enjoying the moment and just being where, where our feet are at. And, uh, you know, just taking everything in. Just last one for me. What do you miss most from home? Tom Toms or Tim Toms? Or- no, Tim Toms? Uh, uh, Maxi Bonds. Maxi Bonds by Peter's Ice Cream. Yeah, I miss those a lot, man. Miss those a lot. Okay, we've got some non-NFL players now to, to speak to. Some NFL media. First up, the great Phoebe Schachter from Sky Sports. Let's listen to Phoebe. I am here with the one, the only... Legendary Phoebe Schechter. Phoebe, Phoebe, welcome to Phoenix, huh? Oh my goodness. This is my first time doing anything like this. This is a madhouse. A second ago, there was a man in a barrel. I don't know if he's naked. It might be close to naked. So we're just soaking it all in right now. It's been a hell of a season, and like I was last talking to you in Munich, it's just, it's flew in. What are your thoughts on this game of the weekend? Because I honestly cannot choose the winner at the minute. No, and I think really it comes down to injury. You know, the defenses are going to have to hold up on both sides, but the injury to the Kansas City Chiefs receiving core, Hardman's out now, 
These are some big things, especially when you've got a quarterback who's not running at full capacity. Although I say that, he had that last-minute run last game that won in the game and got him here. So I'm excited to see what both these teams are able to bring to the table and see the Eagles at full force going against a defense like the Chiefs. Do you buy into the whole injury thing that they've had two weeks, or do you think that maybe they're not letting on how actually they may not be that fit, or what's your thoughts? You know, I think it's a really tough thing. He's obviously done, like, Mahomes himself has obviously done a really great job in, in rehabbing himself, but you have to look at the rest of the receiving core, and it's a long season, you know? One more game, that's all it takes. And I think that's the end of it, right? It is one last game. It is the game, and I think people will do whatever it takes to be able to go out there and play for their teams. I know you're going to be in the stadium with Sky at the weekend. Who, who's going to win, Phoebe? Give us your pick. Come on, let's go. Ooh, you know what? Preseason, obviously it didn't quite happen. Preseason, I said Bills-Eagles in the Super Bowl. I got one of them right. I got one of them right, and I love the Eagles. I love the way that they are putting their foot down on that gas pedal, and they're going to run right over you. So I'm expecting that from them this weekend. Maybe thanks so much, and I'll see you on Sunday. Yeah, baby, let's go! <laughs> the NFL had a year to remember in Germany, to say the least. Jakob Janssen from the Las Vegas Raiders is next up on our Super Bowl opening night coverage. Okay, here with Jakob Janssen. Jakob. Yeah. Wow, look at this. It's incredible, isn't it? Oh, 100%, man. Uh, I mean, this is why we all work so hard all offseason, all training camp, all throughout the season, playoffs, just to get to this moment. Well, look... Uh, who knows, it could be a hometown Super Bowl next year in Vegas. Look, you've seen, you were talking to Jordan, Jordan Malala there now, and I've seen how you were talking, very, very emotional. You guys go through this journey. What does it mean to somebody from outside of the U.S. to get to this moment after putting in so much? And, and it shows you just to get into this league, it's so difficult. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, something that was impossible until just a few years ago, right? Uh, there's so few international guys that, that cut through the mold, that made it to America, make it through the NFL, and then are successful enough in the league to, you know, uh, get to the Super Bowl. Uh, that's rare, you know, uh, and uh, that, that's rare not only, <laughs> not only for NFL players, period, but for Jordan especially, who had no football background when he started. I was in the international pathway program just like him, uh, but he managed to get himself drafted by a, by a really good franchise and uh, uh, advanced to become a starter. And to see him out here now as a true professional, is just it warms my heart. Finally, right? I covered the Super Bowl last year. I had more fun this year in Munich. Incredible. Wow, man. This was the year that this was the year that Germany and the Dock region put themselves on the map. You must be so proud, man. Oh, 100%. I mean, uh, as a as a German player that that grew up playing in the club leagues in Germany, uh, I'm just so happy to see the German fans get rewarded in this way, right? There's so many people who care a lot about football in Germany, and for the NFL to acknowledge that, to get across the language barrier and to bring the game to Germany, it means a lot. Danke schön, my friend. Bitteschön. And finally, let's hear from Tom Pelissero, who tells us a bit about Derek Carr as well as we wrap up our Super Bowl open, opening night coverage. Tom, it's great to chat to you, man. How are you doing? Oh, thanks. I'm great. How about you? I'm good. I was talking to James Palmer saying about how it's great to have all this back because I'm used to doing this on Zoom, and it's weird having everyone back in person, isn't it? Yeah, there wouldn't be guys wearing uh, Mexican wrestling masks if we were still uh, still all on our computers. So it's different, but we're back. It's busy. Thanks to the person that walked beside us. I'm going to go off topic very quickly, right, because I know you covered a league, right? What do you think? Where's their car going to end up if you had to guess right now? 
Well, I mean, there's going to be a market for them, and, and the date's coming up, you know, pretty soon here. I think that there's some natural connections, uh, whether it's Dennis Allen in New Orleans, who is part of the Raiders team that drafted him initially. You know, the Patriots have reached out on him in the past. Seems like they're set with Mac Jones. But, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different potential landing spots. I think that's going to be one of the themes this offseason is just the quarterback upheaval all over the place. There's not a lot of teams that really have their answer at the position. And finally for me, who's going to win Sunday, man? Give us the magic answer. Dude, I'm, I'm out of the prediction business. It never it never goes well for me. We're in the Eagles availability, so I don't know who's behind me right now. So I better just say Eagles while we're here. But, no, I think it should be a fantastic game. Thanks so much, Tom. Thank you. Folks, a really, really great Super Bowl opening night. I want to thank you all for listening in to Gridiron and continuing to support our channels. Please do keep getting involved in social media at Gridiron. And we'll chat to you soon.